Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to You Know It's Fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in professional wrestling. I am your host. My name is Brian Breaker, and this week is episode 51. And I'm going to do a little bit of what I call a year in review for You Know It's Fake, right? We started up in January. I think it was January 11th was episode one. And uh, I want to use this week as kind of like just a review of everything that we've done. And I like to do that at the end of the year with Breaker and Bane's Power Hour and uh, other shows that I do. Probably do something similar with TV Toycast where it's just kind of a a review of, of the entire year. Because I think sometimes when we're into the holiday season podcasting, and I, I feel like it wouldn't be fair to put an interview this week right after Christmas, right before New Year's where everyone's kind of busy and people may not be able to listen to it. So. We'll be starting up um, 2022 with a brand new interview, which I will announce at the end of the show. And uh, it's, a, it's one I think everyone will enjoy. Everyone will want to hear. So that's kind of the plan. Um, you know, I'll start off this this week. We'll, I mean, it'll be a one-man show. I'll just be honest with you. I don't have a guest this week, but I'm just going to kind of tell some stories. And um, you know, I don't know exactly how long this is going to go, but I, I plan to kind of talk a little bit about everything. Um, and I'll start here with uh, kind of how the show uh, began. I, you know, when me and Bane started Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, the idea wasn't necessarily to have guests. We thought maybe from time to time we could have someone on, but I wanted it to be very similar to what it is now, which is like a two-man show talking wrestling. Well, 2014 is when we started, which is kind of crazy to think, but um, me and him were huge into wrestling at the time, and I feel like our fandoms have changed a bit, you know, and it's and it's even different now, and I think... That's kind of part of what makes a show good, right? Like he's not a big, he's not big into AEW. He's not huge into WWE either, but I think he likes it better than AEW. Where me, I'm like, I'm all in on AEW. I love what they're doing. WWE does nothing for me right now. Like I can't even stomach to sit through the product. So, but again, that's what makes shows real, um, real, real, uh, real thoughts by real people who you know are wrestling fans. You know, I can sit through and watch. I've, I've been watching the Survivor Series from 1995. But I can't set through, you know, the 2021 version and I don't want to, you know, and I, and I told people for, I feel like for years now, like if there's something you don't enjoy, don't watch it. Like, I don't, I don't understand the thought process of being like, well, I, I hate WWE, but I'm going to go watch Survivor Series. It's like a four hour show. If you don't want to watch it, my God, don't watch it, including the next pay-per-view, whatever it's going to be. Like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Uh, but I'll watch the Royal Rumble. Why? Because I always watch the Royal Rumble. Why I watch WrestleMania? I don't know. Probably. I mean, I'm sure they'll do something big and it's WrestleMania, so you kind of feel like you have to. But but I'm not going to watch anything in between just because I don't really care to, you know. And I feel like as an adult, you have uh, somewhat limited spare time. So uh, watch what you want to watch. Enjoy what you want to enjoy. And, you know, don't don't waste your time with stuff you don't like because that's kind of how it is. Uh, but getting back on track with Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, I started. We started doing guests 
within the first year. And it was kind of sporadic here and there. Like, oh, we'll have Jack Gamble on. Oh, we'll have Aaron Anders on. And and then it kind of became like, well, what if we did this? What if we record an hour with Aaron Anders and we put part one on this week's episode, part two on next week's episode? Part of that was for a couple of reasons. A, Bane does not like long podcasts. He's said it before. He thinks anything over an hour and a half is too long. And he's probably right to a degree, which is kind of, I think, the hour mark is kind of the uh, the go-to spot for most people. An hour and change is usually what this show goes to. And uh, and I think he's right. I think some, sh- like, I've seen podcasts that are like six hours long. It's like, my God, who has that kind of time? I can't sit through that. And it's just, it's just too much. Whereas an hour, hour and a half, you know, it's kind of more in the sweet spot. And, you know, and honestly, sometimes it, it goes longer than you anticipate and you're trying to get everything in. We've had episodes of TV Toycast that have gone two hours. Is that for everybody? No, but a lot of people enjoy it. So it's kind of finding that healthy medium. But that's why we started splitting the interviews because we thought if me and him talk for, I don't know, 45 minutes and then we do an hour podcast with, let's say, Aaron Anders, then we close the show. We're looking at a two hour plus show. And that's not something he's into. And I, and I thought that was a lot too, but I thought splitting the interview gave us a, you know, a easier break. We'll talk for 30 minutes. The interview will be for 30 minutes. We close it up. We go home. It's an hour and 15 minute show. Um, it kind of went a little longer than that, but, and you know, a big reason I, uh, I was so big into it is I honestly, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy having guests on the podcast, and I think it's really cool that I've spent some time over the last several years talking to different people, uh, people that I didn't know before podcasting started, you know, and meeting people through podcasting. You know, I mean, my gosh, so many, so many of the people that I've talked to, um, a few weeks ago I had Steve Fountas on from the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast. I didn't know who Steve was before podcasting, but we came friends and I started listening to his show. He listened to our shows and you know, he's been a guest. I've been a guest. I mean, it's like, that's really cool. It's really cool that we're able to do that. So that's been a very fun thing for me personally is just diving into uh, all the different guests I can have. And so with power hour, I felt as though the interviews were a fun thing, but it was limiting the time me and Bane could talk. Cause we like to do our, our wrestling, you know, toys, movies, PHPW, um, tournaments, you know, crazy sodas. If we throw them in, if we have a WTF story, which we don't do those as much anymore. Um, that was kind of a, um, a thing where it's like, man, this is kind of becoming a jam packed show and throwing it to an interview. I felt kind of did disrupt the momentum. And then, you know, when I started doing back to the Nintendo a couple of years ago, I realized with Anchor, I can produce and make my own podcast now. Because before, I did rely on Bane a lot from a technology standpoint. With the use of Anchor, I was able to kind of do things on my own, and it became a little bit easier to do. And I was like, oh, well, this is not hard at all. And so that's where uh, that's where that kind of came in. So now I have the the ability, the equipment, and all the resources to do this show myself. So I kind of talked to him. I was like, what do you think? He was all for it. He's kind of, I don't think, needed the guests because I know a lot of the guests he didn't even know and probably felt a little, maybe, not honestly awkward, but like, okay, we're going to kick it over to this guy. I don't even know who that is, you know, and because it, it was more for me than him, I guess. But I just enjoy talking to people, so I wanted to keep doing it. So 
2021, I made the decision to basically take the interviews I was doing for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour and transition them to this show. Now, that presents a whole new problem. What do we call it? Breaker's Wrestling Podcast. Brian Breaker Talks Wrestling. Let's talk wrestling. The wrestling podcast. You know, I mean, like I was in there like, okay, it's like, it's all the same. And I didn't want to be that podcast that just had like the everyday average name. And I'm not knocking it, you know, but it's easy to just have a very specific name. that's like not that unique. So talking with, uh, with some different people, I came up with the title, you know, it's fake, right? And the reason I came up with that was Honestly, and I talk about it in almost every episode, that seems to be the go-to phrase that we all get. And I thought, well, that might be interesting. We could talk to people about their thoughts on that. But I'll be honest, I had a lot of apprehension to go forward with that because I thought, man, that is a very bold statement. Even though we all know the wrestling is a work, even though we're all aware of what this industry is, to just blatantly put you know, the F word, as it were, out there, Honestly made me nervous because I thought people might get, without knowing what the show is, without listening to the show, they might get a preconceived notion as to what I'm trying to do. When I'm not making fun of wrestling because I, you know, sacrificed my body for many years for this business. That was never my intention. What I was trying to do is just open some eyes to maybe people who don't get it and and in the process tell people's stories. Because I'd also heard a lot of stories over the years. Jack Gamble told me one of my favorite stories, which was, you know, a woman at his work saying, oh, I don't like that wrestling stuff because it, it ain't real. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. But she loves The Bachelor. It's like, well, I mean, come on. But to her, it's like, that's real. Even though it's reality television, it's like, this isn't real. This far from real. It's It's a television show and it's a guilty pleasure. It's trash TV and I am fully on board. I get it. But you can't sit there and say that's the reason you don't like wrestling when you like it for this other stuff. Come on. And that's kind of what I think that crux of the uh, of the show became is that discussion. And then I had the thought, like, well, I can't really have non-wrestlers on there. It's always got to be a wrestler. And uh, I started thinking about that. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Um, I can have non-wrestlers on there, right? Because, I mean, there's referees, there's ring announcers, managers, promoters. They're all involved in the business. Guys like Dan Geyer, he's not a wrestler, but he's been involved in the business. He's been a ring announcer. He's hauled the ring truck. He's been security. He's done a lot of things. He's worked the door, uh, worked. He, he now works in the athletic commission involved in professional wrestling. So he's got stories to tell, but then I thought, well, I can throw fans in there. And one of the first, you know, just fans I talked to is actually now, uh, the co-host of the TV toy cast, Travis Fowler. I talked to him and he kind of told a story about kind of getting made fun of in high school for wearing like a Hollywood Hogan shirt and him kind of steering into it and, and in turn kind of riling up his teacher who was the one making fun of him in kind of a way like, we know what this is. We're not stupid, but like you're, you're stupid because you're like, you're dying on this hill of like, no, 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 that's not real. That's not real wrestling. And, and, and so I, I realized talking with him, having him on, having Jeff Toon from fully posable Scott Toon. You know, Eric and Barry from Doing the Favor, Steve Fountas, like I mentioned earlier, Brad Chad, Nate from Ring Skirts, all these different guys. Like, man, we all have a different perspective. And that's, to me, what's been the coolest thing about this show is being able to dive into all the different perspectives of people who are in pro wrestling or just fans of pro wrestling. 
Because I think sometimes if you were to tell someone like, hey, I'm going to the Super Bowl, they'd be like, oh, man, that's awesome. Dude, where are you sitting? Oh, you're on the 50-yard line? Oh, that's so awesome. I, I wish I was going. That's badass, man. But if you tell someone, I'm going to WrestleMania, they're like, why? Why, why, why are you doing that? Oh, you, you want to watch it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. Why is it that way? You know what I mean? Like, why is it that way? Um, I compare them a lot to the Marvel movies because I'm a huge fan of the Marvel movies. Um, I want to go see Spider-Man. But for some reason, if I tell someone I'm going to go watch the midnight showing of Spider-Man, no one bats an eye. If I say I'm going to WrestleMania, they're like, oh, really? Wrestling? Oh, okay. And it's weird how that goes. And that's kind of been a crux of the show is just seeing the different... uh, seeing the different reactions to different elements of, of how people respond to pro wrestling. So that's been, it's been a really fun exploration for me. I I'm a big believer in a podcast. We don't really know what it is until it happens. TV toy cast. I wanted to focus on specific toy lines and, uh, kind of make that our main event along with other stories, you know, and, um, you know, what we're finding, what we're excited for, that's all kind of standard issue. But I didn't realize it would become so story oriented. Me and Travis talking about the stories involved. Oh, I remember this. And I remember going there and this and that. And it's just like, wow, that's to me, that's such a cool thing. So again, not really something I planned, not like this show. I didn't really plan for that. And I didn't plan for the different, um, answers I would get. And to me, that's what's uh, that's what's been so cool about it. So, um, thank you guys for being a part of this journey, and um, and everything I've done with this show, and people who listen and put it over and talk about it. Like you don't understand how cool that is to me. It's one of my favorite things in the world that people listen to my content, and enjoy my content, and all that other stuff. So, honestly, I, I, I appreciate it more than you know. But anyway, I'm going to take a break from this part, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to talk about each guest that I had. For the 2021 year, the uh, I guess the freshman year of You Know It's Fake, right? All right, guys, welcome back here to You Know It's Fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in pro wrestling. Um, this year, uh, 2021 was obviously a, the debut year for this show. So a lot of these guys have been on podcasts with me before, but uh, not in a while. Well, not in this show either. So it was kind of cool to get different people on. Uh, the first guest I had on was, of course, Jack Gamble. Known this guy since probably 08, 09. One of my best friends in the business. Um, and, you know, a guy I talk to on a absolute daily basis. So uh, he was kind of the no-brainer for the show. And also to make the show more, I guess congruent to anything I've done podcasting wise. I wanted him on first because he was the first guest on breaker and Bane's power hour. <coughs> Excuse me. He was actually on episode two in 2014. So, um, I think that might've been the first time him and Bane even met. he set in with us on the show and it was, it was great to talk to him and yeah, he'll be on again. No doubt about it. In fact, I'll probably say that about all the guests and I don't want to repeat myself necessarily, but that, it's true. I like talking to people especially in the form of a podcast. I think it's really fun. It's been a great creative outlet for me. And uh, Jack Gamble had to be guest number one. He's got some, he's so, he's got so many funny stories 
you know, I, I mentioned that story earlier about the, the, the show, the bachelor. And I mean, that's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, it just, it, it's always so funny. And then of course he, he kind of took, a lot of people don't know this, but when you break down a ring after a show, you're really trying to get the hell out of there, right? You're like, okay, let's, let's get it torn down. Let's, let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's go eat some food. And, um, you know, when you get in a rhythm, you have eight to 10 guys that know what they're doing. You can get that ring torn down and put up quickly, but you have to have someone manning the trailer, basically in the trailer, directing traffic. This goes here, that goes there and like helping everything set down and stuff. And, um, you know, I think he even, he may have told stories on this. I don't remember, but we've talked about it before. He'd get mad because just newer people don't know what they're doing. And I, and I've been there too, where, you know, I've had guys tie down like a ring canvas one time and, uh, you know, it wasn't tight. And I'm like, no, come on, this is how you do it. And guys are, well, I've never been in Boy Scouts. I'm like, it's not Boy Scouts, man. I've tied down a ring a thousand times. It's being around this stuff. That's what it is. Come on. You should know that. And so. It's always kind of funny getting that like uh, veteran angry Jack Gamble out, and always makes me laugh. Uh, so again, he had to be guest number one. Uh, guest number two was also a guy that I knew I wanted as guest number two, and that was Aaron Anders. I've known Aaron since, geez, what twenty thirteen probably. I met him actually. I met him back in like twenty twelve. He uh, approached me at a WLW show, kind of telling me he was getting in the business, and. I feel awful about this, but I don't really remember that. I mean, I know I, that happened several times. Guys, like, hey, I want to be a wrestler. I'm like, oh, cool, man. I just don't really remember that. And Aaron went and trained at OVW under Nick Dinsmore, aka Eugene, and uh, tried to get his wrestling education done correctly. He's been to Japan. You know, he's he's wrestled all over the United States. He's a guy that really, really was like, I'm going to make something of this. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to do everything I can. And you know, un- unfortunately, I think sometimes the wrestling business just is not always as forgiving as we hope. And But Aaron's a great guy and a super talented guy. I, I believe, and I don't want to speak for him, but I believe he's uh, he's kind of wrapped up his career the way he wanted to. And you know what? Man, good for you. If, if I've, I've come to a point now where if a guy tells me they don't want to wrestle anymore, I'm not going to like, oh, no, you need to keep doing it. Because why does he need to keep doing it? Because Because he's good. Yeah, I guess, but you have to do this for you to some degree. And, um, and so anyway, um, I'm sure Aaron will be on again. In fact, I know he will. Um, he's a great guy and so much fun to talk to. And he actually has a podcast now. So that's really cool thing. Catching up with Aaron and Daniel. He's kind of discussing movies, which is another huge passion of his. He's a big movie buff and yeah, just, it's so much fun to talk with Aaron and kind of get his perspective on different things. So uh, guest number two had to be Aaron Anders, just like guest number three had to be the one and only the the ruthless one, ruthless Ryan Davidson, um, all the way down there from Houston, Texas. Love this guy. I've known him for many years now. Um, kind of met him through Harley Race Camps. Actually, we had a mutual friend who's like, "Hey, this guy's coming up there," and then we just hit it off like almost immediately. Like this, me and this guy are like the same same wavelength. Just a great human being. And a great performer. He's still down there with Reality Wrestling, just absolutely kicking ass, which I'm so, so pumped for him. They seem to be doing well as a promotion. They just did a show at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Like, what the hell? That's so bizarre for a uh, for an independent wrestling company to like be traveling like that. So good on him. And uh, and he's a great guy, former Reality Wrestling champion, one of their top guys there, and with good reason. So, And definitely a guy I'd like to have back on. And hopefully, I don't think he's doing his podcast anymore, Leisure and Lariats. But I hope he starts back because uh, podcasting is a 
is a fun tool, but it is a lot of work. And I think sometimes that's the, uh, that's the downside of doing this as people don't often realize, like you have to sit down and hit that record button on times when you don't want to. And there's early mornings where I've gotten up and done this. There's late evenings where I've like, Oh God, I got to do that. And, um, but I also, you know, I try to make it where this show every Monday morning, it's there and it's ready to roll. And that's the part. Sometimes it's difficult is just physically doing it. And, um, but it, but it's also very rewarding when people enjoy it. So ruthless Ryan Davidson, if you're listening to this, my man, get your podcast up and going. It's a great show. Uh, number four, Daniel Cross was my guest, the fourth guest. Traveled up to Missouri. I actually recorded about three interviews when I did my trip up there. Him, Jack Gamble, and another guest I'll be talking about here in a little bit. But Daniel Cross, I met uh, through through World League Wrestling in about 2007, 2006, 2007. He was kind of my point of contact when I got there. And just a great guy. Just kind of gave me the lay of the land of what this was going to be like. And, um, you know, I feel like early on we kind of had a – trainer trainee relationship a little bit like not that we didn't get along or hang out but it felt a little different and it's hard to explain other than it's like I knew he was like a big dog there and I I wasn't yet but he was just such a great guy we did get to hang out a few times he ended up moving away in 2007 and kind of called it uh, quits on the business which I don't I don't blame him and uh, we've stayed in contact for the most part throughout the years here and there and he messaged me when we kind of started talking about uh, toys and stuff on the show. And he, he kind of revealed he's a big figure fan, not a huge collector at the time, but, but enjoyed it. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Cause that was kind of something that I was always nervous to bring up like so casually because it feels, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but it feels like, Oh God, I can't talk about that. And it's like, eh, who cares? You know, like it's, it's whatever. And, um, he kind of told me he dug it. Now he's a big pop collector. So like, I mean, I think that that's really cool. So Daniel Cross will definitely be coming up again. So much fun to talk to. And he's got some hilarious, hilarious stories. Uh, and number five, uh, man, love this guy, Dimitri Alexandrov. I can't say enough, enough nice things about Dimitri. I absolutely love that guy. I've been there. I feel like from mostly his beginning to where he is now. And the one thing that's stayed very constant in that is he's still a good person. And how many people can you say that about? You know what I mean? Where you see them kind of make the rise. He moved to Texas. He's kind of moved all over. He's had some different ups and downs in his life. And he's in Texas now. And, you know, I I think the consensus on Dimitri is like, everyone's like, he's a good guy. He's just a good human being. And so he'll always, always be an open, you know, invite for this show. Just because I like to talk to the guy, I met up with him actually a couple of days ago. We had some, we had some breakfast, and uh, he was in town for a show. We were going to try to record, but just timing wasn't wasn't right, which it often isn't. I mean, that's the thing is that sometimes it's difficult to come sit down for an hour plus because yeah, we sit down, we record, but then it's like it's kind of an evening, and that's what people don't understand. Like it would be ideal for me to make this like a revolving door. You know, you come in at six, you come in at seven, you come in at eight. But there's, it's more than that. It's before, it's after, it's discussion, it's you know BSing. It's a process, but it's a lot of fun and it's very rewarding, I think. So um, I love talking with Dimitri and I hope for so much continued success for that guy because he he's actually the first interview I recorded for this show. It wasn't the first one that dropped, but the first one I recorded. And I just kind of come up with the show and I wasn't really sure what the format was yet. So I, I'd really like to get him in again soon because I feel like I have a much better 
rhythm of what I'm doing now. And I think that that's very important. Guest number six, uh, another guy I absolutely love to death, the one and only Dan Geyer. Um, he's kind of the everyman for, uh, for, for WLW, at least when I was there. Like, what job did he not have? He was a ring announcer. He was the timekeeper. He was the bell ringer. A lot of people don't know this. He had to carry two licenses as ring announcer and timekeeper because apparently you need a license to, you know, keep time in professional wrestling. Like, I mean, come on. Wake up, state of Missouri. <laughs> but it's it's what it was, and um, but he hadn't he had he didn't mind it. He hauled the ring. He probably put geez four hundred thousand miles on his truck in doing so. We rode with him all the time. The stories, and he taught me so much about the business. So many valuable lessons, um, which I think sometimes we uh, we do take for granted because. From you know financial purposes and everything else, he taught me a lot about wrestling. So it was it was great to have Dan Geyer on, and he, he'll be a guy that is on again down the road, no doubt about it. I uh, guess number seven, uh, tier one himself, Travis Fowler. He was kind of the first fan I had, and uh, his interview was I, I thought really fun because we kind of got to dive into just being a fan, a figure collector, and everything else like that. And since then, me and Travis's relationship has grown even more. We were always buddies, always friendly. But, um, you know, we had planned, obviously, to meet up in Tampa. And we were going to do a live podcast there. I say live, but in person. He lives in Ohio. And uh, anyway, and so as as it went, that obviously didn't happen in 2020. But then in, uh, you know, 2021, we made this interview happen. It was over Skype, but it was still a lot of fun. And now he's my co-host on TV Toycast. How cool is that? All right, and to keep the train rolling, uh, guest number eight this year, um, this was a fun one, Big Underscore Bane. Um, it, it's weird, like obviously, like we record Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, we're over 400 episodes um, as of this year, so it made sense to have him on, but I've never had him on in like a like a guest capacity, excuse me, like a guest capacity, because all my Power Hour interviews, you know, he was always part of the show, so like he, if he was going to be on, it was going to be like that, I couldn't do the show with him, take a break and like, hey, let's interview him now. It doesn't really work that way, but it was cool to, to have him on and hear his perspectives. And especially with him being in the music industry, because I think sometimes different forms of entertainment are sometimes very similar and music, much like wrestling. You can be the most talented person in the world. If people don't know who you are, it may not happen. So it was always, it was always cool having a big underscore Bane on. So definitely I wanted on the show. Uh, guest number nine is probably the weirdest one I had, which was myself. I was the guest. Um, I hit up my buddy Jeff Toon from Fully Posable and was like, hey, man, I really would like you on the show. And, you know, I like, again, wrestlers, podcasters, fans, people that I genuinely enjoy talking to, I want on the show. And he fit that bill, certainly. A fan, a podcaster, obviously Fully Posable is a huge podcast these days. And um, he kind of hit me last minute. He goes, well, how how would you feel about this? Like, what if we did an episode where I interviewed you? Because he's like, I feel like you have a lot of good stories. I'm like, well... That I definitely do, and uh, so we kind of flipped the script, and he had me on as the guest, which was super fun, and um, not really what I was expecting, but I thought it turned out well, so it was it was kind of cool to to change the change the course there. But of course, I told Jeff, I was like, "Well, I'll do this, but I need you to have you as a guest as well." And so he agreed to that, and once we once we got that all taken care of, it was it was good to go. And Jeff's another guy, man. We were supposed to meet in Tampa, twenty twenty, just didn't happen, unfortunately. I think. Um, as we approach 2022, looks like we're all going to be in Dallas this year. So I'm 
definitely looking forward to getting some in-person uh, podcasts with those guys. Uh, guest number 10, good friend of mine, Elvis Aliaga. He will always go down as one of the inspirations for this show. And what I mean for that, what I mean by that is I remember talking to him and he would always, you know, so did you wrestle in high school? You know, and I'm like, oh, you get that too? Oh, yeah, all the time. And I'm like, so it's not just me. You get the same goofy questions that I get. And it was it was such a weird, like, revelation, I guess. Like, ah, you get goofy questions. I get. We all get these goofy questions. And uh, kind of what dawned this show, like, you know. You know, it's fake, right? Like we're in the business. We know what this is, you know? And so, um, having him on is always a lot of fun and he'll be coming up again very soon. Actually, uh, before this uh, episode's over, you'll hear a little something about him. Uh, number 11 was Jason Wolf. Um, dude, such a multi-talented guy, artist, uh, custom figure creator, podcaster, musician. The guy does it all. He's become a great friend over the years. And, you know, just, it kind of initially started like with like, Hey, we would like to get some commissions done and, we want to be on the fully posable shirt and he does this great work. And then like, like well, hey, would you like to design a shirt for us? Absolutely. And you know, just awesome to deal with his, I always talk about Wolf's chop shop. If you don't know about that, he makes custom wrestling figures um, from Hasbro parts and kind of takes the parts and makes casts of them and puts them together and just and does such incredible work. It's crazy to see how, how good he has become at that. And it's just, it, it, I feel like he's kind of evolving and becoming better, much like anything else, like with, you know, wrestling, podcasting, whatever your, whatever your jam is, he just becomes great at it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, so it's, he's definitely a guy that I will always probably reach out to every year to have on the show because he's just a blast to talk with. Uh, number 12 was a good one. Simon Gotch, um, had to have Gotch on a guy I've known again for many years. I saw him from probably his lowest low, maybe to his highest high. And so I think he's experienced so much in our industry that like, how could I not have him on? Because, you know, the guy went from sleeping on my couch to a few years later, signing with WWE to debuting on NXT to wrestling at NXT takeover Brooklyn, which if you guys don't remember in 2015, that was like their biggest show. It was in a big time arena. He won the tag titles at that show. He was on right after Jushin Thunderliger. It's what? Like it's crazy. Debut debuts on the main roster, gets an action figure. He's in a couple of video games. Like, but then you know, unfortunately, gets released. Like a lot of guys do, and then kind of you know starts doing his own thing. And but he has such a different outlook on pro wrestling. That's what made that show so good. And unfortunately, I had some audio issues on that show. It's still my my highest rated show, which probably isn't a shock to anyone. But man, those audio issues just bothered me because I couldn't figure out how to get them out. And it's part of the, part of the deal sometimes. Cause I knew like if we could re-record this, but probably wouldn't be as good. Number 13 was Michael Magnuson. Uh, love this guy. Uh, he's, you know, no longer in the business, but he's such a fun guy to talk to. We had a really good conversation. Cause I always felt like me and me and Magnuson were like on the same wavelength. You know, I've, I said that before, but it's like, I would throw out random wrestling references. He caught on, you know, he was right there with him on all of them. So, a guy I've always enjoyed talking with and uh, hopefully he's on again down the road. I'm still trying to get his partner, Dave DeLorean on. I think he's a little apprehensive, but uh, who, who knows? We'll see what 2022 brings. Uh, Jeff Toon got him on an episode 14 finally. And uh, again, a great guy to talk to. I love, I love Jeff and Scott over there. I love the fully posable podcast. They're one of the, so fun fact, I don't know if I've told this publicly, but when me and Bain started the podcast, I found a podcast that was similar to ours or it was independent two guys, but it was a different, um, like subject matter. 
than us. So I reached out to them, found their found their social media you know pages, and it's like, hey, would you guys like to do some crossover stuff? And you know, uh, we do your show, you do our show, we can kind of help each other. And they reached out like, well, you can do this, and it was like intros to their segments, and I don't know, I just got a really weird vibe from them, and I was just like, man, these guys are kind of weird. I mean, I'm I'm not. Just like, I think we can help each other. That's all I'm trying to do is just, just some collab, right? And um, it didn't really go well, and it really soured me on the experience. And then I found the Fully Posable podcast randomly and reached out to them. And they were like, would you like to come on? I'm like, I would love to. Um, I think that's great. I love talking wrestling figures. And we had a super fun conversation right out of the gate and had them on my show and just kind of built this uh, this friendship you know, like through podcasting and then doing the favor and PPW and tales from the estate, and all these other podcasts we end up becoming friends with through that. I think it's such a cool thing. And that at the core shows like, cause Jeff and Scott are good guys. And you know, did we help each, did we help each other? I hope so. I think, I think to a degree did I bring listeners to them. I hope I did. Did they bring listeners to us? I, I know that they did. And so to me, that's what it's all about. Just help trying to help out our fellow podcasters. We're not getting paid for this. It's a hobby. So why not help each other? Guess number 15 was Brawler Morrison, a guy around here I've seen kind of up and coming for uh, several years. Good worker, good guy, but a guy I think that took a while to figure out who he was and kind of what we talk about here. And the guy I still talk to to this day still will hit me up and ask me stuff. And he's becoming um, more well-known in the Midwest area, which I'm very, very happy about. And just a guy I want to see have a lot of continued success because I love the guy. And I'm sure he'll be on again down the road. Guess number 16 was Alex Royal, the showcase Alex Royal. Um, another guy that I just always liked. Just thought he was a great guy and definitely wanted him on the show. And he has a shop um, you know, a couple towns over. And I, I went up there, set up my stuff, and we just shot the B, you know, BS for you know an hour or so. And he's just a great dude, just a great human being. He's done a little promoting and, and stuff like that and has always just been such a class act. Like he's a guy that I'm – like he, I think he stepped away from wrestling for the time being. And I, I don't know if it's permanent or not. I, he's kind of, I think he's kind of told me that it was, but I, I mean, you know, things change, but he's a guy that I, I was, I was very proud to see start to become better. You know, like he's starting to improve using advice, figuring things out. And he just became a great guy and a guy I've always, always liked um, being around. I guess number 17, the Husky heartthrob himself, Barry Frost. I love Barry. Like, I think everybody loves Barry. You know, like I met uh, the doing the favor guys, Mostly because Twitter, Twitter, everyone was talking about doing the favor, doing the favor, doing the favor. And I'm like, I don't even know who these guys are. And I listened to their show and I'm like, these guys are amazing. Barry is a wrestling encyclopedia. Um, I kind of feel like I'm like that to a degree. They're both figure collectors. I mean, like they're, they're my kind of guys. And so having them on the show was not, you know, not a hard move. It was obviously going to happen. So I love those guys. Barry's awesome. And, you know, one thing I haven't done is had them on at the same time because I know sometimes with Skype and the equipment that I use, that's a little bit difficult to do. But that might be something I do down the road. We'll see. Maybe they'll come to Dallas. Who knows? But I love I love Barry and Eric and will always support everything that they do. Episode 19 was Riker, another really good guy. Um, you know, here's the thing. I'm not going to have someone on who's an asshole. I'm just not. Like, sorry, you're not going to be on the show. If I don't like you, you're probably not going to be on. If you haven't been on, it's not because I don't like you. It's just because... 
you know, I only have so many spots and I'm always talking to people and trying to figure out my next guest and stuff. But I've always liked Riker. He was always a good guy, a legit super heavyweight, super fun to talk to. He had some great stories. He kind of, you know, talked about like being a Power Rangers fan, but not telling anybody on his baseball team and stuff. I thought that was so funny. And he's also big on TikTok. I have to hear the episode to hear about that. Episode 20, Eric Brown, the other half of doing the favor. Of course, I have to have them both on. Um, I skipped one. I'm sorry. Let's, let's let's go back. Let's backtrack, shall we? Episode 18 was Scott Toon. I was about to say, like, wait a minute, I had Scott on there. <laughs> I skipped one. Episode 18 was Scott Toon. Um, again, I, I love Jeff and Scott. They're so much fun to talk to. Scott was so... So I know he's busy and he does two podcasts, you know, which I know a thing or two about that. And so we, we made it happen. And you know, again, he's a guy I'd like to have on again, just so much fun to talk to. I feel like me and him, me and Jeff get along so well, but me and Scott are a lot more alike as far as our interests and stuff. You know, he became a big GI Joe fan. And I think I was, you know, a big GI Joe fan with the new figure line. And I think we kind of, in a way helped, you know, Jeff come along and other people like, Ooh, this is kind of cool actually. And so that was, that was always a lot of fun. So I love, I love Jeff and Scott and we'll always have those guys on the show. So 19 was Riker. I already talked about him. Episode 20, Eric Brown. And the other half of doing the favor, of course, can't have one without the other, right? Had to have Eric, had that Barry. Love those guys. Um, couldn't not have them on the show. And Eric's one of those guys, like he gets it. And he said that about me before, which I always appreciated, but he's one of those guys that I just love to talk to because he's a good guy and, you know, brings up so many points about being a wrestler and, you know, cause we kind of talked about like, you know, he's not a wrestler, but he talks about people not getting it. And he's like, I don't know how you don't get this. Like I played baseball, I played football. I know like this is difficult and it's just one of those things. Sometimes people don't get that. Episode 21, Kenneth got AKA diamond Duke Swellington. I got acquainted with him in 2017. I had known him before, but not real well. We started working at the same wrestling company and seeing each other on a weekly basis. And such a funny, funny guy. Um, Kenny has always just been one of those guys that just, I think he keeps things light for the locker room and just, you know, even little things on Facebook, people complaining. Cause that's what wrestlers do. They complain. And I'll never forget. Like one of the first things I saw that him, comment he was like we should all definitely get really hot about this it just made me laugh because i was like it's that's kenny he's funny and you know one of those guys that i think you know years ago was like a very hard-hitting type of wrestler then kind of figured out the comedy style and to be more fun and things like that just just a guy that's he's fun to be in the ring with he's fun to to watch he's fun to talk with and just a great great dude and someone i'd like to have on again down the road for sure i guess number 22 all that matt murphy the first graduate of the Harley Race Wrestling Academy, in case you didn't know. Um, I've always loved Matt. Uh, he's he's always been a fun guy and just very kind of laid back, but like, hey, man, maybe maybe try this. Hey, yeah, maybe try that. And just he when I when I first broke into the business at, at WLW, he was there. Wasn't really wrestling, but kind of was there to, to be an announcer and do those do those roles that you know former wrestlers sometimes do. Kind of kind of do at certain shows now, commentary, announcing, whatever it might be. He helped edit. I know. Well, actually, he did edit the TV shows. He did a lot of stuff and uh, was always very helpful. You know, and, and I, I'll, I'll never forget. And I may have told him this on the show. I, one of my early matches, like match number seven or eight, I blew a spot bad, and it just. And I was like, oh, I knew I blew it. It was one of those things where we like ran into each other. And I was just like, 
oops. And then I just kind of went right back to it, which is a rookie thing. Instead of taking time and getting back to what I wanted, I, I rushed, which happens when you're green. And, you know, I got in when we executed it correctly, it went well. But at the time I thought, Oh, I messed that up. And so I remember backstage. It's like, I really blew this spot. And he's like, it happens. And I remember thinking like, Oh, I thought he'd be like all mad. And he's like, get it next time, man it happens. And that, I don't know, I've always remembered that. And that's probably such a little thing he may not even remember. But I, I will always remember that because he was right. It does happen. I try, try to tell people now, like, you can't change it. You can beat yourself up all night, but what are you going to do? You messed it up. Try to be better next time. Be more prepared. Maybe uh, be have a little less on your mind. Just kind of be relaxed and go with the flow sometimes. Things will mess up. It's how you cover. That's usually what's most important. Uh, guest number 23 was Baracus. Ah, I love this guy. Old Baracus. Um, met him at a wrestling camp in, I don't know, 2014, 2015 maybe. Um, you know, very casual. Just like, hey man, how you doing? And stuff like that. And Don't know much. Then I found out later he's a big figure collector. It's like, oh wait, what? And I remember he even, uh, he was on a, a fully posable episode. He's like, yeah, if I'd known that, our conversations would have been a whole lot different. I, I think it's what he said. And I, it made me laugh because he's right, but. You don't just throw that information out there most of the time. And so love Big Keith. He's a great dude. Uh, we've had a great conversation about wrestling, Hasbro's, the whole deal. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll do it again because there's so much left on the table with, with us. And uh, he's just a just an awesome dude. Can't wait to have him on again down the road. Guest number twenty four, Big Chuck, um, from the Elite Eight Showdown podcast. So we first got acquainted with this guy back in Oh, when was it? Was it 2017, 2018? Probably something like that. And I uh, didn't really know who anything about the guy. Uh, me and Bane had him on an episode. We thought he was very funny. And he is funny. He's a goof, but he's a funny guy. And uh, he made some custom Funko Pops for us. And we're like, oh, what a, what a nice guy. And now he's doing his own podcasting thing. So, But he's he's a bigger wrestling fan than I think he lets on on a lot of his other stuff. A lot of people probably don't know that. And we got to really sit down and talk wrestling, which was which he was all about it. And I was like, oh, cool. Because I was like, well, we can talk your podcast. We can talk this. We can talk that. He's like, let's talk some wrestling. And I'm like, absolutely. Let's do it. So it was a, it was a fun conversation. Uh, of course, guest number 25, as we rolled on, was uh, Cruz Callow, a.k.a. the Cancun Kid, a.k.a. my buddy Epi. He's got a lot of different names. Um, guy that came through the Harley Race Wrestling Academy back in um, 08, 09, maybe. And uh, came from Texas, which was a little ways from Missouri at the time. And uh, just wanted to be a wrestler, you know. Like, you know, we find out later, I was like, oh, he had a daughter that he left at home with his with his girlfriend at the time. Like, that was tough and and stuff like that. He eventually did have to move back home. But just a guy who just had a great look, great athlete, just a good human being. Very, very laid back, very quiet, but um, always fun guy to talk to. And I definitely enjoyed our conversation. And... Um, yeah, I, I remember like him being so laid back back in the day. Like he, he shows up, he's got a new car, and uh, and like a few months later, he's like, "Oh yeah, you remember that truck I had?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I rolled it." And I'm like, "What?" Like <laughs> it's like, "What?" You didn't even say anything. Like it's crazy. Like, but that's just how he was. Laid back dude, but so so talented. I know he's still wrestling, and uh, keep an eye on him if you're in the Texas area because he's he's a guy that if, if he stays at it, he could go somewhere because he's got a lot of great tools and he's a good human being. And to me, that's one of the most important things of all is being a good human being. All right. We're moving on along with the rest of our guests here. We've, uh, we just wrapped up episode or guest 25. We're about halfway there. So we've got a little ways to go. 
Uh, but why don't we get everyone adequate time to talk about him? Uh, 26 was Wesley Crane, a guy, you know, I kind of told the story on here. He hit me up. At a, I was at an indie show, and he's like, hey, man, I'd like to do your podcast. And this is actually right before I launched, you know, It's Fake Right. But I had already started recording them. And uh, so I told him, I was like, well, I'm getting ready to relaunch. If you can give me a few weeks, we'll do one. And uh, he was like, yeah, that's cool. And I kind of told him the idea. And he was like, oh, man, that's awesome. So great guy to talk to, a guy that's very... Like, he, he's adapted to wrestling in a lot of different ways as far as character and development of his of his, uh, of his his body of work. You know, a guy I really feel like there could be a lot more down the road as time goes on. Uh, guest number 27 uh, was Drew Vinsel. And um, had to have Drew on. He, he goes down as just one of the greatest human beings you'll ever meet. And uh, this was actually before he sent me the Harley race figure. I think when it dropped, I'd already gotten it, but, um, I hadn't gotten it by the time of recording and I'll kind of briefly tell that story. So, you know, I, my nephew, when he watches wrestling, he kind of just watches it through YouTube. So sometimes he'll watch stuff that's a few years old, but he doesn't even realize that he thinks it's brand new. And he sees the matadors with El Torito and he really wants their figures. Well, they didn't have the longest run. They had a couple of elites, then I think they had maybe a one or two two packs, but very few figures. And so I'm like, well, okay, I'll see if I can find them online. Hopefully they're not going for a lot. And that's the thing is anyone in the figure world knows sometimes when it's just like one figure, it goes for a lot because that's the only way to get it. Well, Drew's like, hey, I have the Matadors. I'll send them to you. And I was like, are you sure you don't want them? He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Let me know how much, man. And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, come on. Let me, I'll pay for them. I don't, I didn't want them for free. Like, let me know and I'll, I'll send you the money. Nope, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I'm like, man, what a, what a nice guy. Not only does he do that, he sends me the elite Harley race figure. Now, people are not in the figure world, may not get this. That thing was incredibly rare and very hard to find. And was going for between two and $400 on eBay. To this day, they haven't made another one, which is honestly kind of baffling to me. But yeah, just send it to me free. He's like, I felt bad that you didn't have it. I had one. And I felt like I should... Uh, I should, you know, send you mine. I'm just like, wow. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things could have just been like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll give you this for a good deal. No, I'm going to give this to you for free. And knowing, like, I'm, I'm sure he only paid 20 bucks for it, but he could sell it for at least 10 times the value. And he chose not to. He chose to give it to me. Like, they're just, just a really, really good guy. Uh, guest number 28, Mitchell Lee. Um, a guy that I met in about 2017 and my time in compound pro wrestling, you became our ring announcer. Great dude. Just always funny stories. And just a guy that he has pursued pro wrestling. He's pursued country music. So he's always, I think, trying to go for the next thing and just tells great stories and, and was someone I definitely wanted on the show. And it was great to, great to have him on. I guess number 29, Mike, the cleaner long time coming on this one. Um, I wanted to have cleaner on for a while. And, uh, you know, I'm always, again, I'm trying to cross different boxes off, right? Wrestlers, people in wrestling, just fans, podcasters, whatever it might be. And, you know, cleaner, I, I felt like I was like, I think this guy's got a pretty good, he's got pretty good stories to tell. And he did. And, you know, he really dove into the, the card world, which a lot of people may not be super familiar with and, and how, you know, trading cards got so popular and he kind of breaks that all down. So if you're into the card game, that's definitely an episode to go back and check out because Cleaner dropped some knowledge. Great dude, and so much fun to talk with him. Guest number 30, Gavin Dixon. Another guy I met here in Oklahoma through uh, the pro wrestling world. Um, a guy that you know spent some 
many years in amateur wrestling, um, as much so as uh, MMA and other things, and you know, tried his hand at pro wrestling. Maybe you know, thirty, thirty-one, a little, little later in life. Um, but you know, gave it a shot, and it was and was honestly a guy that probably could have gone somewhere had timing been a little bit more on his side. Really entertaining guy, and just a super fun guy to talk to. And uh, we kind of talked a lot about wrestling and injuries and the differences and things that people don't always understand about this industry. Uh, guest number 31 was Richard Yule, another guy I really wanted on the show for a while and so much fun to talk with. He uh, hosts Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast. Richard's kind of all over in podcasting, kind of like me. He's always doing different podcasts. Uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser is kind of a, a horror movie review with him and his buddy Matt. And they just talk all things horror films. Like they'll they'll take down a specific horror film, maybe not one you're familiar with, and kind of break down all all aspects of it. It's really really fun. And um, Richard's also a big figure collector, so we have we have a ton in common, you know. And so I've done a podcast or two with him before, so it seemed only natural to have him on the show. And I'm sure he'll be on again down the road. Guest number thirty two, Sam Stackhouse. Uh, this is a guy that I don't think anyone saw coming a few years ago. He had a viral video hit and I, I felt like the momentum just started turning towards him. And he was a guy that I've known for many, many years. And it was finally like one of those things, like you realize there's something special about Sam and maybe kind of hard to put your finger on, but there's something there. And he started to show people what that is. And that's led to opportunities. I mean, he wrestled Matt Cardona for the GCW title. Like this guy's got a lot of opportunities ahead of him. So super happy for his success. And hopefully he's able to take that and, and run with it as, as much as possible. I guess number 33 was Spico totally different episode, but so much fun to do. Um, he's my buddy from you know, he's third grade, I guess all the way through high school. We're always friends. Um, we love like goosebumps and making goofy videos and all this other stuff. We kind of reminisce about all that, but he's recently dove into making music and he's released three singles already. And they are incredible. Um, I love the We Bounce song. It's probably my favorite that he's done. I uh, I listen to it actually pretty regularly. It's a great tune. And uh, I think everyone else would dig it too. So check it out on Spotify or Apple, wherever you get your music. It's probably on YouTube as well. I know he's got all the social media, so check him out. Um, great stuff. And I'm sure he'll be on again down the road. And it was also fun having Speak Go On to have a completely different type of episode besides wrestling. And that's what I love about doing this show is that I can dive into other aspects as, as opposed to just like, Hey, let's all talk wrestling. We can venture off if we need to. And that's what I love about it. So 34 was Dylan got, I actually came into contact with him through Richard Yule. He did a comedy routine. He's a stand up comedian where he talks about being a pro wrestling fan. And he kind of talked about how being a wrestling fan is difficult with people who don't get it. Cause he's like, if you don't like it, I get it. But he said, it's weird when people like, oh, I don't like it because it's fake. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, of course it is. It's a it's a show. It's not real, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much he was hitting all the points that we hit on this show. And so having him on seemed like a no-brainer. And we had a great conversation. We just, just mostly just talked wrestling. He does podcasting as well. He has a, a podcast and he's a comedian. You can find all his stuff at Dylan Gott. Just search for him on Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff, because he's got some some great stuff, and I think he's a guy who will really open some doors in the com comedy world down the road, because he's a funny, funny dude. Guest number 35 was Jordan Zeilinger from the Wreck My Podcast. Uh, always love talking with Jordan. Um, we kind of came in contact with him many years ago. I think before he even started Wreck My Podcast, I would see this 
this guy liking stuff, BS and craft beer, and uh, kind of realized, like, oh, he, he heard me and Bane on Trivia with Buds. Probably 2016, I want to say, with our pal Ryan Buds, which that's a guy I'd like to get on the show. I have to hit him up down the road because he'd be fun to guy to talk to. But he heard us on there. I started listening to us. We all kind of became buddies um, online and stuff. And it was just one of those things where, you know, we've done his show now. Uh, he's done our show. He's done Power Hour. He's done this show. He's just a great guy to talk to. It's crazy how, like, we don't really know Jordan. We've never met him, but, like, we listen to all his shows. I love writing my podcast. It's so much fun. It's kind of, it's all a little bit all over the place, kind of like a lot of the stuff I enjoy, but... You know, there's a lot of, um, hey, let's rewatch a movie from the 90s, see if it holds up. And I, to me, like, that's so much fun because sometimes it does, sometimes it 100% does not. And, uh, you know, they're the wreck my podcast guys are to watch the movies that we don't want to stomach. So, good on them. Uh, guest number 36 was Justin Lee, the Broken Arrow bad boy. Um, a guy I have known for, geez, years since I was a teenager. I used to wrestle in his backyard back in the day. And, um... Again, we talked for probably an hour before we started recording. We just were talking and talking and talking. Great conversation because we hadn't caught up in so long. And, um, yeah, definitely a guy that I felt like he's kind of gotten back into wrestling and is starting to look at it from different perspectives than we do as young people in the business. You know, like as far as like, okay, well, if you want to make it, what do you need? Well, you need to wrestle, but you also need to be able to be something that they need, right? You need to be the type of performer that they need. And he kind of does, we dive into a lot of that stuff and, you know, what works for wrestling, what doesn't, and this and that, what have you. So really fun conversation with Justin. I enjoyed that one. I'm sure he'll be on again down the road as well. I guess number 37, John Webb. Love this guy. I have known him, geez, since he broke into the business. Former WLW champion, WLW junior heavyweight champion. He's been to Japan a couple of times. He's been to Italy. And one of my one of my better friends in wrestling just saw him a few weeks ago uh, at uh, Ash Aliaga's bachelor party, as a matter of fact, which we'll be talking about that here in just a second. And um, we had a great conversation, of course. Uh, he's a new father, and you know we basically just touch on everything because I think he's experienced so much now in wrestling that he's just like, oh, I got I got stories to tell, and he certainly does. So uh, always great having John Webb on the show. Uh, guest number 38 was the Kingpin, Mike Isles, another guy I've known for many, many years. He's kind of always had his hands in and around Oklahoma pro wrestling, you know, Arkansas, other states too, but kind of more steadfast here in Oklahoma. Uh, manager, ring announcer, kind of your jack of all trades, I guess, and um, does a lot with uh, the Tulsa Oilers for hockey as well. He's kind of stepped away from wrestling a little bit. I mean, He's married now, and I think he's kind of just like, eh, my priorities are different, which I get, you know. And But, again, so much fun to talk with, and uh, you know, I'm sure Mike will be on down the road as well. Guess number 39 was the Soda Hunter. Love this guy. Love Soda. Um, he's a guy that we connected with through Fully Posable, and um, me and Bane when I say that, and just such an awesome dude. Um, he loves weird sodas, which obviously me and Bane, that's something we talk, we you know mess around with as well. He... Uh, he loves Hasbro's. He loves collecting. So we, we very well connected on a lot of things. But again, he's one of those guys I hadn't talked to him in, a, in you know in a long form. And Mike the Cleaner was the kind of the same way where I'm like, okay, how is this gonna go? Can can I stretch an hour of conversation out of someone I've really never talked to that much? That's always a little bit nerve wracking on me. Like, do I have enough reserve questions where I can ask this guy stuff? 
because sometimes you don't want to like fall into that. Okay, now what do we talk about? But we went like an hour and fifteen. Me and Soda did, and we had left so much on the table. And he was even telling me like, "Man, there's, we could have talked about this. We could talk about that." I'm like, "Oh, I know." But that's what's good about it. There's always a there's always a continuation down the road. So love having Soda on the show, and I'm sure he'll be on again next year. Uh, Tim Rockwell was guest number forty, the uh, founder, owner, operator of Wrestling for a Cause here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Known Tim for many, many years as well um, as a wrestler, as a promoter, as everything. Booker, matchmaker, whatever you want to call it. Another guy that wears a lot of hats and a guy that is very, very much trying to do a good thing in pro wrestling, which is very, very commendable. We tell a lot of stories about wrestling, about promoting WFC, what their mission statement is and things like that. And a lot of the things that they've done that are that are good, so... I uh, can't sing the uh, praises enough of Tim Rockwell. He had some health scares recently. He kind of touched on that a little bit and, and how he's kind of made some lifestyle changes to kind of, you know, change things up for the better, which is great. So that was uh, guest number 40. Number 41 was, uh, was Big Underscore Bane again, but this was a different episode. We talked exclusively about Bill Benis and who he, who and what he is and everything in between. This was probably the biggest peek behind the curtain for that character that we've ever done. And I think everyone seemed to enjoy it. It was really cool to kind of dive into something we've never really dove into before. And it was awesome. So, um, yeah, the no holds barred with Bill Venus is such a fun thing that he does. And it's kind of changed over the years. And we kind of touch on that and how it started, what it become, what it became, like how he does the show being, you know, two characters and so on. It just, there's a lot to it, but so much fun to talk with him on that. Uh, guest number 42 was rad Chad. Uh, this is another guy that we met, we met through fig life and just such a fun guy. He's a guy that I feel like if we were in high school, we, we would just be like the best of friends. Cause we, we have so much in common and, um, he, he's just, he's so much fun to talk with. And uh, you know, he was a guy you know that I knew of and I talked with a little bit, but then I heard him on uh, a fully posable episode. I was like, man, this guy's like really well spoken. And so I hit him up about doing Breaker Remains Power Hour probably about a year ago. We had a great time, so it was kind of a no brainer to have him on this show because he was so much fun to talk with. So Rad Chad's definitely one of the good ones and a, a guy I definitely enjoy talking with. Guest number forty three, Handsome Jack Legacy, wrestling veteran, uh, been all over the place. Um, guy that's always kind of been in and around the wrestling business he's kind of stepped away from it here more recently due to like you know health reasons and injuries and things like that but a guy that gets it and i think having a guy that gets it is such a um, such a necessary thing so much fun to talk with he's a guy that i love getting his opinions on pro wrestling and what he likes what he doesn't and you just hear him tell stories like, man, this guy, he knows what he's talking about. And that is such a fun thing. Love talking with Handsome Jack. Such a great guy and such a giving opponent. Man, he was so much fun to be in the ring with. Episode 44, Nate from Ring Skirts. Man, we've got our fill of Nate recently, right? He was on this show. He was on TV Toycast. There was a special edition episode with Nate. So much. But you know what? That's I'm good with it because I love talking with Nate from Ring Skirts. So such a great guy, so fun. He's a guy that I feel like if he ever decided to dive into podcasting, he would do very well at it. I don't know if that would be his thing necessarily. I'm sure he enjoys guest spots, but you know it's a different thing when you're kind of the host. But I think if he ever dove into it, he'd surprise some people. Love talking with Nate. And man, what killer Halloween costumes that guy has! So much fun. 
Uh, guest number 45, Stonewall Trey Cole. Another guy I've wanted on this show since I started it. We did a power hour double shot a few years ago. And, you know, a guy that I felt in 2017 was having the best year of his career. was just doing amazing work and really starting to get it. And then kind of just like, you know what? I'm having a kid. I'm married. Let's take a step back. And, and that's what he's done. But good for him, you know, putting his priorities in life. Sometimes you have to do that. And sometimes people don't do that. So very commendable. Love Trey Cole. He's a great guy and so much fun to talk with. Guess number 46, Joe Cueto. A lot of people may not know Joe, but, uh, again, a guy I met from his pretty much first day in the wrestling business, undersized, maybe a little older than than you would want for a guy just breaking into the business. But, again, he's he's so much like me. He's a lifetime fan. He loves gimmick stuff. He's a figure collector. And I think he, he was such a, a positive – he has such a positive look on the business where it's like, oh, you can't do that. Well, why not? Watch me. You know, he's. I think he's that type. I think he looks at that as a challenge, probably because of him being smaller. And I think, you know, as a guy who's – you wouldn't look and be like, oh, that guy's a pro wrestler because he's because of his size. I think, in turn, he looks at it like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove everybody wrong. And you know what? Good on you, man. Joe Cueto, great dude. And I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast as much as I enjoyed uh, recording it. Uh, guest number 47, Mark Sterling. The fittest wrestler on, on earth, I think is what he called himself. Not smart Mark Sterling. I'm sure that confused some people. But um, I guess, according to him, he's the original Mark Sterling. I don't know that. I don't know the specifics of that. But um, he's been around. Again, I knew him. I first met him in 06. And he'd already been wrestling for a little bit. So I think he started in 03, 04 maybe. So he's been around. Um, he's kind of stepped away from the business. Again, has some kids now. He's married. Being a dad and kind of just, again, putting his priorities in check. But... Um, he talked a lot about training and, you know, paying your dues and all these little details of pro wrestling that I think a lot of people may either not know or they take for granted. And that's some stuff that there's some, a lot of nuggets of information in there. Really great talking with Mark. Guest number 48, Steve Fountas from the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Love Steve. Um, he's another guy that's just like, man, this guy's awesome. He's so much fun to talk with. Loves VHS tapes, which I think is great. He's got like a whole VHS like store in his basement. And again, you know, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Let's have fun with this. It's what wrestling should be, right? I always say that. Wrestling should be fun. Podcasting should be fun. All the stuff we're doing should be fun. And I think that's what it's about. So it's always great to, to talk with Steve. And, um, you know, I'm sure we'll be on again. In fact, I know he will because... He's so much fun to talk with. In fact, back in October, I did a show with him and Jeff Toon all about Halloween Havoc 91. It was like a watch-along of the uh, Chamber of Horrors. I mean, come on. Like, he, he hit me up with that. I'm like, yeah, I'm in because that's amazing. Guest number 49, the one and only Britain, one tough Tucker. Tucker. <laughs> that's for Jack Gamble. A little inside joke there. Uh, met Britain probably 08, 09, somewhere in there. No, probably not. Probably was like 2010 or 11. But, you know, a guy that came in, uh, wanted to be a wrestler, kind of kind of quiet, kind of laid back. But, you know, he kind of talks a lot about um, the atmosphere of what pro wrestling is and how he was – there was a lot of elements of it that he wasn't really prepared for. And I think that's an opening – that people don't get of how the culture may be a pro wrestling, how people, how you're treated early on, how, Oh, you're a rookie. Carry my bag. Hey, you're a rookie. You do that. You know, and, and I don't want to say bullying, but there's elements of it that I think you could put that out there and hearing it from his perspective was definitely interesting. So, um, I, uh, I did a bachelor party 
in October and uh, kind of got reacquainted with Britain. I hadn't talked to him in a while. And um, that's why I was like, do we need to podcast again? And he was kind of telling me some of those stories. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Let's let's do it. Now he's doing a lot of bodybuilding. So good for him. Always been a fitness guy. Always been a gym rat. I think that's really more his uh, his calling. So good on him, man. And then finally, the last conversation for 2021, the return of Gateway Elite Wrestling. I did one of these several years ago, probably 2018. It was uh, Jack Gamble, Elvis Aliaga, Ash Aliaga. It was at Ash's bachelor party, which congratulations to him and his new bride. Uh, unfortunately, I was not able to make the wedding, but I did make the bachelor party, so I apologize. But it was what it was, just uh, you know, traveling and sick time and all that other stuff. But, um, you know, these two, three guys started, uh, gateway elite wrestling back in, uh, geez, when are they 2015? I think they had a lot of great stories of, of the beginning and, and how it went and all this other stuff. This one was just kind of telling all these stories in between and getting the company up and running, trying to find people that would sponsor it and things like that. And man, did they have some stories? It was so much fun to sit down and talk with all of them and that's it. That was it. That wraps up. Year one of You Know It's Fake Ride. The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four-letter word in pro wrestling. Thank you guys for checking this out. This has kind of been a year interview. Just me telling a little quick story. Um, I didn't feel like it was probably a good idea to put an interview in this, you know, right after Christmas, close to New Year's, when everyone's at the busiest time of the year. So I thought this is one that you can enjoy. I think there's a lot to be said there and all that good stuff, as well as uh, gear up for 2022. I will announce my first guest for 2022 is the one and only Dobro. A lot of you guys know Dobro. Um, he was a guy that, again, it's like, well, he's got to be on. And I knew he, I knew he wanted to be on. And um, I always try to make sure guest number one of the year is kind of a special one. It doesn't always work out that way. But when it does, it's like, oh, that's cool. And that was kind of my thought here. I wanted it to kind of be a special one. And I, I don't think it gets any better than, than Dobro. If you know the guy, you know how amazing he is. If you don't, maybe you'll learn something about them. So that will be coming up early part of 2022. Thank you guys for supporting everything we do here. Uh, thank you for supporting all my podcasting buddies. I don't really think I need to do any shout outs because I've already talked about every one of them already. Um, of course, my other podcast, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, the TB Toycast. I know both of those have been mentioned. Um, but Happy New Year. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. Enjoy. Um, 2022 as it rolls on and hopefully things are even better than they were in 2021 and remember as the great johnny valentine once said i cannot make you believe that pro wrestling is real but i sure as hell can make you believe that i am i'm brian breaker this is you know it's fake right and we'll see you guys next year oh uh, yeah oh uh, yeah And I can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with the best of the minute Don't give a damn about critics They talk a lot, but at the end of the night I'm selling the tickets All the tough guys avoid me The ladies all adore me Paparazzi record me I can put on a clinic All my opposers are born